Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hey there, and welcome back. I am your host, Cole Elling, and this is The Winning Formula on UCM Radio, The Beat. So blessed you've all decided to join me today as we spend an entire hour diving into everything sports. For today's show, uh, freshman cross-country runner Clay Pilliard will be joining me. Clay was a junior Olympic qualifier and second team AAU All-American selection in the 200-meter steeplechase for, for Sedalia Speed and third best 1600 meter in Smith-Cotton history. Clay was also on the Smith-Cotton swimming team and holds five school records in earning all-state honors in the 500 meter freestyle. So Clay, let's dive into it. Uh, I kind of uh, boosted your head up there a little bit, all the, the fun facts from high school, but yeah. I really appreciate you joining me. Yes, um, so let's start off, how are things going? I, I mentioned for your, uh, from Smith Cotton High School, uh, just in Sedalia down the road, uh, so not too far here from Warrensburg. And yeah, how, how's the transition going? Welcome to Warrensburg, man. Thank you. Um, transition's going very great. Uh, coming from Sedalia, it's, it's a little similar to Sedalia, mid-Missouri town, but um, I've handled it well and living in the dorms, living with another cross-country roommate, we've gotten along very good and we've kind of got a routine going. Mm-hmm. We have our practices in the morning and the afternoon. Uh, scheduled around our classes so we can you know get our classes done and you know get food and perform well at practice whenever we need to so so far freshman year is going very great good good yeah it's uh I remember that transition into uh freshman year was not the easiest for me uh you know college is a big transition uh so talk about classes how are that going I mean is that uh has this been a big transition classes wise for being a a college athlete like you said I know you said you were uh you're in that, uh, you know, good schedule with your roommate, yep. but uh, I know it's still tough. Yeah, um, the classes are definitely a little different than high school, dif- different, you know, how they're how we operate in the classroom, but I've adjusted well. Being a business major, I feel very confident in myself to perform well in the classes and macroeconomics. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good in there. Algebra, I, uh, I've met some people, and we work together really well, mm-hmm. and... The classes have gone pretty good so far, so yeah. can't complain about them too much. Yeah, no, it's it, I'm a fifth year, so it feels like oh, yeah. a centru- almost several centuries since that uh, first few weeks of freshman year. But uh, before uh, this semester even started, uh, you and I were talking earlier mm-hmm. today about how you know cross country wasn't even your first sport. So let's talk about how you you know chose UCM. Uh, your your athletic experience in, in cross country alone is a lot different than a lot of yeah. college athletes. So that's that's right. Um, Throughout high school, I was originally, swimming was my main sport, and um, I didn't even think about running cross country. So then junior year, I tried out track, and I, I found pretty good success in that. And I did it again senior year, and some more success. So I ended up talking with some coaches and got in contact with Coach Kirk here at UCM. And 
he wanted me to come run track for us, and I was, I was all for it. It was something new. I was kind of burnt out of the sport of swimming, so it was a great opportunity. And then he asked me if I wanted to run cross-country in the fall, and I was like, let's do it. So I'm, I'm here running cross-country. This is my first season running cross-country ever. Wow. So Yeah, good for you, man. That's Thanks. crazy, especially, I mean, you guys are already competing. Yes, sir. Uh, you're two meets in. You guys leave this Friday. Uh, yep. We'll get into that for Arkansas and Fayetteville. Um, but talk about that you know, that transition from swimming, uh, being a swimmer for your whole life mm-hmm. and now applying that to cross country. Uh, yeah. is it, do you, do you find a lot of similarities in the way you prepare? I know both sports, I mean, so physically demanding swimmers and runners, some of the best athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that, you know, was that an easy transition into cross country or is that something that still, you're still feel like you're working on? I, I'm, I'd say I'm still working on it. I mean, you know, it's not an easy transition, but swimming definitely, helps translate into the sport of cross country. You know, I built up that cardio being a distance swimmer and that endurance, and it translates very well to, you know, cross country and long distance track races. So if I wasn't swimming in high school, I probably wouldn't even be able to run cross country or track here. So, you know, swimming was a great sport to get me to where I am today. And I, and I also read, uh, you know, you, not only were you, you know, a good, a good swimmer through high school, uh, you also were a junior Olympic qualifier. Tell tell right. people what that what that means means for for track and mm-hmm. uh, that progress you made through that and how that happened. Mm-hmm. So what that means is you know this summer that was it was like a summer league and we competed as a team and you know they take top six each meet through districts then through regionals. Top six from regionals go to the AAU Junior Olympics and that's where you compete and. Top 16 is second team All-American, and that, that, that means a lot to me because it was kind of, I was kind of unsure on where I'd be this summer, and I worked really hard, and that kind of got me, that kind of gave me a confidence boost coming into college, mm-hmm. getting, earning that second team All-American spot in the 2,000-meter steeplechase. It just, it made me feel really confident and good about myself coming into college after not really running much through my high school or even childhood career. Yeah. Yeah, so. I I, uh, I can see how that's just a big confidence boost coming yeah. out of college because I mean, that's even with with golf it's the same same way where it is a team sport. I mean, you guys yeah. took took second or third in your first meet um, this mm-hmm. year, but there's also that. I mean, it's it's an individual sport at in yeah. its roots, and so you know you know you're coming into a historically good team. That's um, right, very good. And be team. able to get get that underneath your belt before your freshman year. I, I remember my 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 senior year of high school, kind of like you just experienced. I yep. was able to win state with my team, and that you know without doing that, I think I would have you know my confidence going into my freshman yeah. year would have looked a lot different. Absolutely, and absolutely. So, you know, I you know you you're running behind guys like uh, I think it's Brian Matei. Oh yeah, uh, Brian's Mate. A, gr- a great runner. Absolutely. Uh, and then what's his other name? Brian. Brian Obar. Obar. That's the right. Bryans. The Bryans that are leading the pack. So, <laughs> that's right. yeah, maybe. What about what's that like? You know, running behind some some experienced guys uh, oh, that yeah. are also gonna. You know, they're gonna lead the team yep. deep into the postseason. Absolutely. Uh, in any meet, uh, I'm sure. Does that does that push you a little bit more? Probably. To, Absolutely. During those meets. Oh uh, yeah, running behind guys that have that experience and that talent level, it it's very nice. You know, they they can help mentor and guide you throughout the season and. They're also someone to you know that pushes you. There's mm-hmm. we kind of have we display it as like a train effect. The, the guy in front of you, you want to beat that guy, and the guy behind you, they want to beat you. Mm-hmm. So you know, running behind people that are faster than you, it pushes you and yeah. it pushes the team, and it eventually works its way up to the Bryans at the front, and yeah. 
you know, our Palmers, Cooper and Colton Palmer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we it, it's a train effect, and having having those guys up front, it's very very good mentor, good mentors, and you know, good to push you. Yeah, so. that's cool. I mean, you talking about that literally reminds me exactly of the golfing, yep. how golf works, where it's just like. You know, you got these guys at the top that are getting pushed behind, getting pushed by the guys behind. But that's right. Um, that what's that's what makes teammates better. I mean, it's you know, it's how you fight for your spot. It's how you fight to get better. And uh, absolutely, yeah, that, it's it goes to show the, you know, why these programs are so historically solid absolutely. within the conference. So yeah, uh, you guys leave. You mentioned you leave tomorrow for Fayetteville. I believe it's the the Chili Pepper. Invitational. Yep, we leave um, for the Chili Pepper Invitational. Yeah, pretty. It's a pretty big cross country meet. There's, that's what some of the guys on the you know team and the coaches are stressing to us. It's a very prestige cross country meet, yeah. so we're ready to go down there and give it our all. Yeah, especially facing up against a lot of D1 powerhouses and yep. correct and their their sports. I mean, I know cross country. Really, I mean, track for uh, Arkansas. Yes, very historically, uh, historically very impressive, solid. Um, and you, you mentioned how, you know, these this meet, um, everybody's going, uh, but, you know, come conference time, there's mm-hmm. going to be some selections being made. Only 10 guys get to go. Correct. To, to conference. To conference. Yep. And you have a total of how many guys on the team? I believe 18 as 18. of right now. 18, okay. Yep. So you're still, it's, it's crazy. You're, you, you know you're running for that meet, but you're also running for a spot. Absolutely. The following, yep. the following week. So Correct. That's, is that some added pressure for yourself? I mean, um, do, you, do you feel that stress, or do you just focus on the run at hand? I try to – I mean, I know that the pressure's there, but I try to focus on the run at hand and mm-hmm. just give it your all, and whatever happens, happens. I mean, you know, if you go out there and run the best race you can, you just let it let it go where it goes. You know, yeah. if you give it your all and you make the conference squad, that's, that's awesome, but if you give it your all and you don't, you know you gave it your all and you just keep yeah. working hard. It's crazy that we're talking about conference and yeah. a minute ago we were just talking about how you just started running I know country. it's 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 pretty crazy to think about. You know, if I was thinking about this a year ago while I was still a senior in high school, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't believe it yeah. if this is where I was at. But if, uh, very happy to be here. If UCM had a swimming team, mm-hmm. would you be would you do both? Do you think you'd find yourself doing both or are you done with swimming? Swimming's I think, kinda I think I would be done with swimming. Yeah. I just I loved the sport throughout my childhood and my early years of high school, but I'm just kinda kinda burnt out and excited for this new chapter in my life in running. So yeah. I've had a few friends in high school that swam and oh, cool. uh, swimming is I definitely couldn't do it. I also yeah. couldn't run cross country as well, but the early hours in the cold pool. Oh man, um, I had many of those man. How many years did you swim? Oh golly, I'd say close to ten years, probably. Wow. Yeah. And is that what do you think the that defining moment was when you realized, all right, I'm done. I, I think swimming, I've gotten all, of, I've gotten out of it. It's time yeah. to move on to this running gig. Um. Yeah. I think. Um, so, I I placed all state my junior year, and then I kept training. I kept training, and I got. 10th place at state my senior year which is two spots away from all state Mm -hmm. and I felt like I felt really good my junior year and I felt I felt okay about my senior year but after state my senior year I was just kind of ready to chase something else yeah just strive for new goals completely new setting so I think that's what kind of took me away from swimming and led me to cross country because and cross country and track because I had track coming up in the spring and it was a new a new chapter and a new goal I could chase after. Yeah. Who was there anybody that was telling you, "Hey, why not try this?" Or was this kind of, you know, when you first initially mm-hmm. started running, even yeah. when you were still swimming, was yep. there someone that was telling you to try this out or were you like was that all on you? Um, yeah, there was a few people that were, you know, persuading me and 
trying to get me to try out track, and I was kind of skeptical of it. And then after, you know, my senior swim year, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm gonna, or my junior swim year, I was like, I'm going to do it and see what happens and see if, you know, they're they're right about me doing this and me being successful in it. So, mm-hmm. And I'm so glad they did because I'm very happy with how it turned out. Yeah, so. for sure, for sure. Oh, yep. So outside, let's 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 leave athletics alone okay. for a second. Outside yeah. of, uh, of athletics and school, UCM, were you familiar, um, obviously from Sedalia, yeah. um, your whole childhood was UCM kind of in the picture. Did you think, okay, it'd be cool to go, you know, mm-hmm. down the road to to Warrensburg? Or? Yeah, um, I'd say it was definitely in the back of my head. You know, mm-hmm. coming up here, even even before I even started track, just coming up here and getting getting a degree, it mm-hmm. was always in the back of my head. You know, a lot of my family's gone here. My okay. brother went here, so you know, kind of ran in the family, and it was always in the back of my head as okay. an option to come to school here. Yeah, there's that comfort level of like, right, my familiar, my family's familiar with yeah. this place. I Absolutely. am as well, and. I think that's what brought me here too, as Absolutely. well. I, I didn't have any family that went here, but I am, you know, an hour from from school, so that's a big yeah. part of it. Is staying staying close to home. Absolutely. Um, and another cool thing about athletics at UCM, just a lot of kids staying around here in the Midwest mm-hmm. to, to come here, so that's cool. Yeah. Is um, is it everything you expected here in the beautiful Warrensburg as a student? As uh, campus, it's been a beautiful semester yeah. so far, weather-wise. But uh, you know, going to football games, things yeah. like that, is it? It's been a lot of fun so far. You know, I had. Some I had some thoughts of what it was like, and you know it's been great so far. I I can't really complain about anything so far. You know, football games have been a great setting, and like you say, beautiful campus. So it's yeah, pretty you nice. Pr- you guys won't be able to make it to the blackout game this weekend. You'll be in Arkansas. Yeah, which, which uh, we may be able to get back just in time for it, but we'll be cutting it close yeah. if if we if we can. So, yeah. but no, it's exciting stuff. Especially yeah. uh, we'll be talking about that later in the show, but uh, it's. Exciting with these athletics now going on. Everybody's uh, full force, and especially the football team doing really right. well. It's fun to fun to be a freshman. It's the best start uh, they've had since I've been here. So I've heard that. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you are here to enjoy it. Yes, um, I am too. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's right. And where's uh, where's conference at this year? Where are you guys heading to after? Conference is at the University of Missouri's course. Okay, Gans Creek. Gans so. Creek. Our, uh, I assume you're probably not familiar. I with am the not placements. familiar with that. Okay, but uh, a lot of guys say it's a it's a really good course to go to. Yeah. So, what's that preparation like for for going? So when you guys leave for Arkansas, uh, learning the course. I know there's probably a few walkthroughs on yeah. course before the for the race. Um, what are you guys looking for, and what have you learned from those past players or those those uh, returning players about when you first get out to that course? You know, you're just walking it. What are you trying to look for? What are you learning? Yeah. Um, so as you walk the course. Uh, you, you try to look for, you know, hills in certain spots, kind of what you're going to do at certain spots, some turns and how you're going to take them, the condition of the course, how the grass feels on your feet, just just feeling out the course, the different turns, hills, spots you might need to watch for, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And, like, our recent meet, we went up to Nebraska, and the night before we went on a five-mile easy run just through the course just to feel it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very beneficial for a lot of the guys just to – feel it out a few laps on the course so then when it comes race time you're familiar with it yeah. and you know what to look out for and you know different spots that could be a little tricky and yeah. windy just just like a practice round for a golf tournament that's right we do the same thing it's, it's uh, yeah we're making a lot of connections that's here. Right. crossing <laughs> golf right that's funny that's yeah. funny all right well um after this break we're gonna go to a quick break we're gonna come back and maybe ask clay here some 
rapid fire question. See Alrighty. if he is actually that quick on his feet. So Let's stay tuned uh, after this break right here on the winning formula brought to you by UCM Radio, The Beat. According to a study by IBM, 95% of all cybersecurity breaches result from human error. That adds up to about $3.13 million of loss in 2020 alone, and accounts for acts like downloading infected files or software and storing weak passwords in easy-to-find places. When everything is online, you can't afford to not be. Protect yourself and others online. Learn more and how at CISA.gov. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Notify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us. To intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. We have so much to celebrate in Division II, but we're especially proud of our commitment to Make-A-Wish. Division II student-athletes have led a 10-year initiative to raise funds and help grant wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions. Nearly $3 million have been raised, and hundreds of children's wishes have been granted. We play hard, we work hard, and we support others in need. Why? It's simple. Because we care. Welcome back to the Winning Formula on UCM Radio The Beat. I am your host, Cole Elling, and I'm here with freshman cross-country runner Clay Pillier. Clay, thanks again for joining us. Of course. Uh, off to a hot start with the show today, uh, getting familiar with the sport of cross-country. I don't know how many listeners out there are have permit, very familiar with it, but uh, we're starting to find a lot of these connections yes. in golf. Yes. And uh, funny, connecting with you, you uh, are friends with my buddy, oh, yeah. Henry. Henry Manning. Henry and Jack. Uh, yep. Shout out to them. I know they're probably itching for a shout out oh, knowing yeah. them. Those so. my boys. Uh, you know, it's part of that freshman year, getting yes, to know sir. others, and it's kind of cool we've, we've made this connection. Um, but let's go back uh, to high school, and we've been bringing up Sedalia and how close we are uh, to Sedalia being here in Warrensburg. And through my five years here uh, in the journalism program, I've covered a lot about the Warrensburg versus Smithcott oh, rivalry. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I don't even know where to start because I feel like everybody <laughs> just talks – so much dirt on each other that's right um but what was that like competing um against warrensburg and now being here obviously we brought that up but uh yeah, yeah i guess a little bit about that rivalry and how big that is yeah um when i first said i was coming here everybody's like oh you're going to the dark side in warrensburg you're leaving sedalia going to the dark side but <laughs> yeah it was pretty crazy you know especially football games we'd have all week we'd have barstool social media is going back and forth posting, oh, yeah. posting dirt on each other mm -hmm. you know calling everybody out 
And then when game time rolls around, man, the crowd would be wild. Both both schools, wherever it's at, would bring mm-hmm. a massive student section, you know, banging on trash cans and all of this and that. Social media posts like crazy. It was just yeah. it was a pretty wild mm-hmm. wild experience. I and mean, it'd be pretty similar for basketball too, but man, we we, we have a we hate we hate each other, so to speak, <laughs> kind of thing. Smith Cotton versus Warrensburg, yeah. but yeah. now I'm on the dark side, as my uh, high school buddies would say. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so. Did you see a lot of that r- rivalry in swimming? Because I feel like yeah. you know the crowd's not as much uh-huh. there, but is there some you know inner squad stuff going on against you know, guys? That... Yeah, I'd say so. You know, just seeing the football and basketball teams talk, and then you see there you're going against them in swimming. You're like, man, we got beat these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, bring it home for us. And yeah. I mean, even meet we had they were after they beat our they beat our swim team and they were posting pretty crazy stuff about them winning and stuff mm-hmm. so it's like yeah we we should have beat them you stay know? hungry you gotta stay hungry even in a sport like swimming that doesn't get as much yeah. you know attention as football mm-hmm. or something who do you think who do you think's leading that rivalry as you left or, or smith cotton high school the last you know your last four yeah. years there i'd say you know in football probably warrensburg they've they've beat us you know in the past couple years and so but you know this year I think our basketball team at Smith Cotton should beat Morrisburg High School's basketball okay. team and we, we need that at Smith Cotton our, our uh, Smith Cotton guys will love that a lot yeah. if they can take down Warrensburg in basketball I've heard I've heard several times I need to attend a Smith Cotton versus Warrensburg basketball game and I have not yet done yeah. it uh, my roommate Brooks who played basketball at Warrensburg uh-huh. has talked very highly of that game so yep. I'll have to try to make that happen yeah Definitely this upcoming year. But uh, I mentioned uh, before the break, we got kind of a new segment I want to try out with our boy Clay. We know he's fast on his feet. We know he can tread water pretty well. (laughs) But when you set up against the rapid fire questions on the winning formula, you're going to be set to a true test. So we're going to start off first. Easy. Todd Dining Hall, Ellis Dining Hall. Todd Dining Hall. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is a hot take. Because I have I'm a lot of golf it. friends, my whole time here, Ellis has been the top. Yeah. What 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 do you what makes Todd better than Ellis? All right, so I live in Nickerson Hall, mm-hmm. which is pretty close to Todd Dining Hall. Yep. And after practice, man, my legs are tired. Yeah. I don't want to walk all the way to Ellis. No, you don't. Todd Dining Hall's right there. Uh-huh. I get in, get my food, then I'm yeah. back to my dorm. Okay. I gotta you, go, Todd. Are you a picky eater? Uh not really. Okay. I'll eat. I'll eat about anything they okay. serve me. That makes it easier. Yeah, <laughs> attending a, a dining hall. Uh, okay, funny, funny. What could you do first? Hit a home run in a mules baseball game, or dunk in a mules basketball game? Dunk in a mules basketball game. Can you dunk? I cannot dunk, but I have dunked on a seven foot rim, and okay. you can ask your boy Alex Gentry about that. <laughs> okay, you probably dunked on him. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, absolutely. I'll tell he, him. That. He knows. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he does. He isn't the most athletic guy, so <laughs> let's not blame him. Um, maybe a little personal here. Uh, TMI boxers or briefs for the runners? He's gonna say briefs. He's got I to. I gotta go briefs. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go briefs. No way, man. I'm a boxer boxer brief kind of guy, so mm-hmm. I keep it right in between, making everybody else happy. I gotcha. So, um, you are performing an American Idol. What song are you singing? Oh man, give me Timber. Timber. Timber by Pitbull. Oh, okay. Yep. Makes it up. Mr. Worldwide. Yep. I like it. Mr. Smith Cotton. Or is call it you. by, what is it? Ke- it might be by Keisha Kesha. Kesha. It might be by Kesha. Are they both in the song? Yeah, they're both in the okay. song. Okay. Right on. That is. Funny. Yeah. Timber. All right. Um, we are not, you are not 21, so you haven't been down to Pine Street, <laughs> but imagine you're out at a nice party here in Warrensburg, get to know your, uh, 
your fellow Jennies. Alrighty. Best pickup line. You go right up to her. Oh God. And you shoot her with what? If you were a triangle, you would be an acute one. Oh. Yeah. There you go, ladies. That Clay gets, Pillar. Clay Pilliard. Um, I can send out his email. That's right. That's right. <laughs> School good email. Old, good old triangle pickup. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Um, are you a movie guy? You know, I, I could I could watch some movies. Do you have a favorite movie line? Oh yeah. Um, so in Jaws, I like the line, "We're gonna need a bigger boat." <laughs> you know that one? <laughs> yeah, I do. I just I don't know why. Uh, yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking of. Right I haven't seen Jaws probably in like ten years, but I do. Uh, and familiar with, with what you're putting down there. Yeah. All right. Last one, more serious one. Okay. Um, please give it everything you got for the fans. What does it mean to be a mule? Man, it means a lot to be a mule and able to represent a great community going against what Smith Cotton says. Morrisburg <laughs> is a great community. And it's awesome to have them behind us and support us and be, you know, in a great culture, being mm-hmm. a very talented um school with talent programs and our track and cross country having a lot of success mm-hmm. it means a lot to be a part of that yeah and be a mule and have great professors just all around a great campus too yeah you know can't ask for a better opportunity someone coming from sedalia missouri just right up the road too so yeah that's cool man yep um i imagined uh, a lot of people are proud of you making this big yep. step absolutely in your freshman year already competing um, and making that adjustment look pretty pretty dang easy for a student athlete. Yeah. So I'm very impressed. Appreciate um, it. And thank you for, for, for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's That's been um, a lot of fun. Yeah, that'll be all we have from Clay today. Clay's a busy guy. He's going to get ready for the Chili Pepper Invitational here uh, in a couple days. So he will be leaving us. But after this break, we're going to talk some Mules football right here on the winning formula on UCM The Beat. So please stay tuned. Uh, Mules got a big game this Saturday against Northwest Missouri Bearcats. Um, Very historic game, too. So we'll get right into that right here on UCM The Beat. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Did you know that when you shop at a local business, you can create jobs, stimulate the local economy, and reduce your carbon footprint? 90% of net new jobs are created by small businesses, which makes them the largest employer nationally. And for every $100 spent at a local shop, 68 of those come back into the community because small businesses buy from more small businesses. Because of this, habitat loss and pollution caused by transportation has decreased by 26%. To learn more about the benefits of supporting small businesses in your community, visit one in your area today. This message brought to you by your friends in UCM Digital Media Production. In 2020, men died by suicide 3.88 times more than women. That number is way too high. That's why the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is available to all men. Call 988 if you are struggling. You're not alone. There is help. Thank you. 
Welcome back to The Winning Formula on UCM Radio The Beat. I am your host, Cole Elling, and we are halfway through the show. I just got done talking with freshman cross-country runner Clay Pilliard. Uh, as you guys heard, Clay's up-and-coming freshman cross-country runner, great guy. Um, it's really cool to sit down with a freshman like that and, and get to know him, how he's enjoying Warrensburg and the campus, uh, and make those connections uh, with golf and, and cross-country and golf and, and, and swimming, uh, two very different sports, both individual sports, but to see so many similarities within the sport and how you prepare, uh, learning from you know returning players, uh, guys that have a lot of experience under the belt, just pretty cool uh, and, and glad that he can join us. Well, for the, for the rest of the show, uh, we're going to do some, some things a little different around here at The Winning Formula. It is just going to be me and you, the listener, uh, we're going to talk a lot about Mules football, like I mentioned before the break. But I want to make it known that we will have an email that you guys can email me at, at winningformula64093 at gmail.com. Again, winningformula64093 at gmail.com. I want you guys to hit me up through email. Uh, this, is a, this is a very it's a trial thing for me. Uh, no phone lines to make it easier for us. I'm just the only guy man in this thing. So we're going to try to make that as fun as possible and hope that you guys can um, get in touch with me. Uh, I would love to talk about anything that you guys uh, want to hear about. So first, let's get started with just a quick sports update, a quick football update, baby. Football is back, and I couldn't be happier to be a mule. The mules are 3-1, and one, just coming off a big win last week. Boys are staying hot. They are currently 21st in the latest AFCA Division II coaches poll and 22nd in the D2Football.com Top 25 poll entering Saturday's game against the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats. Huge game, historic game. Uh, I believe these teams have been meeting for a very long time, and UCM, I apologize, Northwest has taken home the trophy or the win the last nine meetings between the two schools. So it's a big game Saturday. I hope you guys all make it out. Uh, but first, let's recap that game last week uh, against Washburn. The quarterback, Zach Zabrowski, staying smoking hot, went 40 for 48 in the air with 369 passing yards and five touchdowns. I was not able to make it the game in Topeka. Was very busy back here in Warrensburg, but the highlights, I mean, these guys got into the end zone so easily. Uh, anything basically in the red zone, Zabrowski could pick apart the D, finding holes in the, the end zone all game long. Um, Zabrowski and wide receiver Arkell Smith were awarded the MIAA Offensive Athletes of the Week. Uh, Zabrowski's stats for the game, or for the season, my, my, my bad, 143 completions and 206 attempts, which is the best in Division II right now. Uh, a total of 147 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, also the best in the country. And his game uh, longest play of the game or the season so far has been 65 yards. Uh, he is also averaging almost 370 yards per game. I mean, these guys, like Hank Stram and Super Bowl Four said, just keep matriculating the ball down the field, boys, because that's exactly what they've been doing against every single defense. Um, Team-wise, Mules ranked first in the country. Uh, average passing yards at almost 397. First downs at 118. And total offenses per, offensive yards per game at 547.5. 
Um, just a lot of good things going right now uh, in the air, especially for the offense. Rushing-wise, Marcellus Hawkins, fourth-ranked running back in the conference with 277 yards, averaging 5.5 yards a carry and almost 70 yards a game. Total of six touchdowns, which is the most in the conference right now. Uh, he is the fourth-ranked running back in the conference, like I said, but that's with 40 less rushing yards compared to the top running back, Jay Harris, from Northwest, who will be facing this Saturday. Um, quite a, uh, a pretty good runner there in Jay Harris. Uh, that's going to be kind of the key to stopping their offense. He's been touching the ball. I think it's been like 30% of the plays for Northwest. So it's going to be uh, – they're going to have their hands full, that's for sure. Receivers-wise for Central Missouri, Arkell Smith, second-ranked receiver in the conference right now through four games. Uh, most receptions in the com- conference at 31. Six touchdowns is tied for first, and he is second in receiving yards and average yards a game at 377 and 94 and a half a game. So a lot of good things, like I said, coming coming from the offense right now. Uh, I can't wait to uh, see what they have in store for this blackout game on Saturday. Defensive-wise, uh, things have been looking really good, especially on third downs for the Mules. The Mules right now um, – they are first in the conference on third down conversions or stopping third down conversions with 16 uh, on 50 tries for the opposing team. Their fifth best defense against the rush, uh, rush and the pass in the MIAA. So that's gonna, we're going to have to utilize that very, very much so on Saturday against the Bearcats as most of their third downs are going to be uh, handed off to Jay Harris uh, in the backfield. So if we can get those stops Saturday, I love our chances against the Bearcats. Um, Tackle leaders, Cale Miller having himself a year already. 27 tackles, I believe four tackles for a loss with a total of like 17 yards, um, along with Curtis Appleton, 21, Shamari Reed with 19, Jaden Dawson, Rajon Williams, and Isaac Montgomery with 18 tackles. So these... uh, Excuse me. These middle linemen um, and defensive backs just doing – or defensive defensive backs, yes, my apologies, uh, have really been doing some great things on defense as well. So, like I said, if we can just manage to stop that, uh, stop that run, I think this is going to be a big game. I mentioned earlier um, the Mules have not won this matchup since 2012. It's the last time that Mules – and that was here in Warrensburg where Mules took home the win – by about 17. So it's going to be a fun to wa- fun one to watch. Um, I hope you guys come out. We'll, we'll break into the matchup a little bit more uh, here in a bit. But I, I would like to cover that uh, Pitt State game that happened a couple weekends ago along with the Washburn game. Uh, Pitt State on the top of our conference as well as top three in the nation right now. Great team, as we well know. Uh, went down to the wire. Mules were down by one, decided to go for two. Uh, with a clock line winding down, did not happen, but was a heck of a game. A lot of fun to watch. Wish I couldn't could have been there. We were on the road for golf, so I was actually watching that one on the road with the team. And Washburn last week in Topeka, uh, 58 points. It's the second highest uh, scoring game this year out of an offense, uh, right behind Pitt with 59 last last week. So. A lot of teams are firing on all cylinders in the conference right now. Um, Mules are one game back from Pitt State and Emporia State. We're undefeated. Uh, and then Missouri Western's right there with us at 3-1 as well. Uh, we go back on the board. Fort Hayes and Northwestern, 
both uh, 500, Northwestern's one and two in the conference. Uh, so this is a huge game for them uh, a Saturday coming in here and trying to beat our mules. Uh, and then we go down Central Oklahoma and Kearney, Nebraska Kearney at one and three, and uh, Lincoln and Northeastern State trying to get something started there at the bottom of the board for the MIAA. So that is kind of the recap for mules right now. Uh, we will get into more of that coming back with this break or with this matchup Saturday after this break. So uh, please continue uh, to, to tune in. And we will be back after this short break to talk about this historic matchup on Saturday against Northwest Missouri Bearcats. Did you know that millions of animals are either abused or abandoned every year in the United States? Donate to your local animal shelter today. And if you have room in your home, why not adopt a furry little friend to add to your family? Be a part of the change. Be a part of saving a helpless animal's life. According to a study by IBM, 95% of all cybersecurity breaches result from human error. That adds up to about $3.13 million of loss in 2020 alone, and accounts for acts like downloading infected files or software and storing weak passwords in easy-to-find places. When everything is online, you can't afford to not be. Protect yourself and others online. Learn more and how at CISA.gov. Welcome back to the winning formula on UCM Radio The Beat. I'm your host, Cole Elling. Uh, as some listeners already may know, please email me at... Uh, sorry, I forgot that email already. Um, please email me at winningformula64093 at gmail.com. Um, I will love to answer any questions uh First, we have our, our first question of the day here from Calvin Dillon. Uh, says, this is Calvin from Lewisburg, longtime listener, first-time caller. What other sports did you play growing up? How did you get into golf? Was golf always your favorite? Big fan of the show. Keep up the good work. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Calvin, thank you so much. Um, first, uh, what other sports did you play growing up? Uh, I played anything with a ball, really. I think you asked my mother um, anything. we had. I think that was my only toy growing up, was anything round that bounces. Um, so I played soccer, football, baseball. Um, golf was kind of came later. Basketball is a big one. I went into high school playing basketball and golf. Um, basketball, I realized, all right, I'm done growing at about 6'1", and I'm not very fast. Uh, I can't touch the rim. And I probably shoot 75% from the free throw line. So it's probably time to hang it up. So I hung it up my freshman year, focused on golf, um, and worked really hard at golf, found my way here to, to Central Missouri. Um, 
how did I got into golf? My dad and, and grandfather, uh, big golfers, always have been. They got me into it. Uh, golfing is something I've enjoyed with my grandparents my whole life. Uh, shout out to them. I hope they're listening. Uh, Barb and Dave. Um, yeah, and so I just kind of grew up playing with my dad and grandpa and my dad's buddies. I really didn't play with anybody my age till high school, uh, where I found my best two friends that were also on the golf team. Uh, from there, I just played so much golf. Uh, that was kind of my life through high school, was just golf, golf, golf with them. Uh, and so I, I dedicate a lot of my hard work to, to my dad and his buddies that, that really made the game fun for me. And then as, lo- as well with my, my two buddies, Tony, Mike, and Gino, that I won state with my high school with. Uh, we played a lot of golf together, and those are the guys that really got me uh, passionate about it. Um, golf has not always been my favorite. I was uh, loved basketball, like I mentioned, and I also I, – it's, it's almost like a tide for first right now. I love football. Uh, I love Kansas City Chiefs football. I grew up a Mizzou Tigers fan as well. I remember going back – uh, the the mid two thousands when MU and KU would play each other at Arrowhead Stadium, uh, going to those rivalry games and seeing the passion on the fans' uh, faces every single year in the tailgates and things like that. And I still go to a lot of Chiefs games with my parents. Um, so so football is a close first for me. Uh, it's it's kind of always been that way and probably always will be that way. And it makes it a lot easier that uh, our mules here in town are kicking tail. Uh, weekend and, and and week out. So back to the mules uh, in this stadium or in this game this Saturday. The uh, game will be at 1 p.m. Walton Stadium at Kennedy Field. Uh, it's also a mental health awareness game. I, I really wanted to touch on this. Uh, UCM Athletics has partnered with Helinski's Hope Foundation to bring awareness to the importance of mental health for student athletes. Uh, this is a great cause, and I urge you please to learn more by visiting helenskishope.com. Again, that's helensky, H-I-L-I-N-S-K-I-S, hope.org. Sorry, man, I said .com, .org. Um, I'm, I'm really passionate about, about this, this part of mental health and student athletes. Big reason that I, uh, I made this, this radio station, got involved with, with the radio station because um, it's something that's overlooked. And things like this show, we talk about the success or the failure uh, of, of young men, my age and younger. Um, and, and most of the time in towns and in, in universities like this with a rich f- football program, um, and, and a lot of people uh, familiar with Mules football, it's harder, or it's easy to forget, may I say, that uh, these guys are more than just football players, uh, and their success isn't defined on what exactly happens on that gridiron uh, Saturday afternoon. So it's cool to see uh, uh, UCM Athletics doing this. And I think this also goes a lot to say to uh, Matt Howdeshell, our new athletic director. I uh, got to sit down with him last week and talk about some things through the, the Mule Skinner newspaper, which I'm also involved with. And um, he, uh, he's doing a lot for student-athletes, and this is just a small gesture of what's, what's really going on here. Um, he, he really cares for what's going on, and he's passionate about the mental health of, of every student-athlete. Um, so I'm glad that we can make this a sponsored game uh, here in Warrensburg on Saturday. I mentioned this matchup is a historic one, uh, and I think historic is a, uh, kind of an understatement. 102nd meeting on the gridiron between Bearcats and Mules. Um, I can promise you, maybe I'm wrong, email me this, but I guarantee you don't know someone that's as old as that. 
All right, that's a long time. 107 or a hundred and second meeting. Um, I guess that's probably they probably meet twice a year, so I'm wrong. I take that back. But a hundred and second meeting is um, is is a long, long tradition, standing tradition. Uh, Bearcats have owned the series, sadly, 64, 35, and two. Uh, I guess there's been two losses that I could not find in the history book. So if you also know a little bit about those, feel free to shoot the email. Um, they've won the last nine meetings. Uh, like I mentioned, last one was 2012 here in the Berg. So we're going to try to bring that back uh, with a blackout theme this Saturday. So please, if you're attending students, um, faculty, fans, friendly, family and friends, uh, please all black, uh, wear that UCM gear, um, let's rep it. Northwest, uh, they're coming off their second win of the year on a 59-0 beatdown against Lincoln University. Um, I think, obviously, this goes to show Northwest can, shor- can, can surely score a lot. Uh, Lincoln is also a struggling team in our conference, uh, and it you know also goes to show UCM, the Mules, we just put up 58 last week. Uh, against, my opinion, a, a better squadron. Uh, they also beat Missouri Southern 31-25 to to start the season off in, uh, at Southern. Their losses come from Emporia State and Fort Hayes State. Um, both these teams kind of in the thick of things with us through four games. Uh, same same kind of kind of team, but you, you also notice before this 59-0 win over Lincoln, they only scored 19 points in those two games versus Emporia State and Fort Hayes State. Um, we know that Northwest is a, is a defensive team. They're also a big run team. Um, so, you know, obviously those in those first two state and first two games against Emporia and Fort Hayes, nothing was quite getting going on, on the ground. Uh, Harris touched the ball 30% of the times in all Northwest's offensive plays this year. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do, um, here Saturday. I know they're, they, they're going to need to get the passing game going. Uh, the Mules were, were strong against their run right now. Um, so if, if, you know, if we see no passing touchdown Saturday, I think it's a win. I think if, if we can limit uh, Jay Harris to, I would say, under 90 yards rushing, I think it's going to be a good day. Uh, so we'll see how that front seven goes for, for, for our Mules, and we'll see if we can uh, limit Harris's touches and his yards on Saturday. Saturday's game, uh, you can you can watch it. They'll be broadcast live on one four fifty KOKO ninety eight five The Bar uh, and WarrensburgRadio.com. Uh, Greg Hassler calling the action per usual, and uh, Joe Moore providing color commentary with Brinkley Beaver on the sidelines. Uh, if you guys have not watched this coverage, they do a wonderful job. Uh, Mr. Joe Moore, Dr. Joe Moore, is actually the professor of this class I'm in right now, radio production. Um, so please give them a, li- a listen. Brinkley Be- Beaver, former Ginny's golfer, uh, I've known her since since my freshman year. So they do a great job. Um, you don't want to miss the action if you can't make it to the game. Uh, the, the game will also be webcast online through Central Missouri's MIAA Network Internet Portal uh, at themiaanetwork.com forward slash UCM mules. Uh, again, that's the MIAA network.com forward slash UCM mules. Uh, all the MIAA football games are always avail- available for viewing on the MIAA network apps for Amazon, Fire TV, Android TV, Apple TV, and Roku. So a lot of new ways to watch the game now. It's exciting. 
they're making it more and more accessible every year. Um, so we will look ga- look forward to that game on Saturday at 1 o'clock here in Warrensburg at Walton Stadium. Remember, blackout. So please show up. Please show out. Uh, our mules are staying hot. And you know what's going to help them stay hot is you at the game Saturday. So be there and go mules. We are going to go to a short break, um, short and final break. But when we come back, we will talk golf. Uh, the 2023 Ryder Cup will be underway in just two days. Uh, tomorrow at like, now it would be Saturday morning at like 12.35 a.m. I think it's the first tee time. So we're getting hyped for that. Um, and you are listening to The Winning Formula with Cole Elling on UCM Radio, The Beat. We have so much to celebrate in Division II, but we're especially proud of our commitment to Make-A-Wish. Division II student-athletes have led a 10-year initiative to raise funds and help grant wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions. Nearly $3 million have been raised, and hundreds of children's wishes have been granted. We play hard, we work hard, and we support others in need. Why? It's simple. Because we care. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Winning Formula on UCM Radio The Beat. I'm your host, Cole Elling. As some of the listeners may already know, uh, I am a golfer here at University of Central Missouri. We just talked about that. Um, so therefore, not only golf is not only is golf one of my favorite sports, but since this is my show, and we, or may I say I, will be talking about golf, Ryder Cup. I am so unbelievably pumped for this. This is going to be the most dramatic, um, I think, weekend of golf uh, the last few years, honestly. There's so much going on, um, so many new faces. I think we have a total of four rookie Ryder Cup players this year, um, and it is just drama-filled. I think you add in the live golf um, controversies with um, Brooks Kepka playing, uh, some people are against it. Some people's for it. Zach Johnson picked. Captain Zach Johnson picked Brooks Kepka. Uh, before we get into all of that, I'm getting ahead of myself. I apologize. But um, for those who aren't familiar with uh, golf or the Ryder Cup, uh, let's break it down for you. Um, this is just a d- tradition in golf since 1927, uh, where the best players from America and the best players from Europe go head-to-head in a match play format. 
not only is this special because players are playing for their country and their continent, but this is the only time professionals go- pre- professional golfers play on a team. Uh, usually week in and week out, they're rooting against for each other, uh, trying to beat each other one-on-one. Um, so this is just, it's, it's just so different than any kind of golf we get to see. Um, there's three different days. The first day will be a mixture of four ball and best ball. Last day, Sunday, will be singles matches. Every All 12 guys from each team will play on, um, on Sunday, and it's just going to be made for, I think this is going to come down to the wire. You look at uh, Team Europe, hands down, my opinion, hottest three players in the ro- world, on, and Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, and um, I'm missing a player here. Victor Hovland, sorry, he's way down on my list. But three hottest guys right now: Victor Hovland, just coming off the PJ champion or the uh, Tour Championship, playing wonderful, uh, and Team USA, uh, some very controversial picks, uh, but picks that I like. Uh, Justin Thomas obviously has not been playing well uh, whatsoever of recent. Uh, there's a lot of speculation on what he's going to be like, um, but there is no shortage. Of resume from the Ryder Cup from 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 JT, uh, his record being six two and one, playing twice in France and in Wisconsin, so both on the road and in the states. I think that's another big reason Zach Johnson picked Justin Thomas because he is familiar with that away environment. He did it in France once, although uh, the the USA team did not come away victorious. He has that under his belt. Uh, something to watch. He also, um, I mentioned Brooks Kepka. I think he's, I think he's going to win a couple points this week, and no doubt um, the guy is hot. We've seen his play in the four majors. Obviously, he's playing on live right now. Me personally, haven't been able to watch him much. Um, and, and there's also controversy that you know Brooks uh, Bryson DeChambeau easily could have been picked. Has won two of the last three starts on live golf, uh, and is seemingly playing playing so freely um still bombing the ball but his short game is looking very well from what i've seen uh i think players to look out for to see if they can answer the moment um ludwig airberg uh he is making the mark for the first ever Ryder cup player to play in the Ryder cup before playing in any major uh the guy is a complete dog uh hits it a mile was hands down the best player in college last year um but that kind of says nothing when it comes down to teeing it up at the Ryder Cup. Um, you can hear countless stories of guys, professional golfers that played in every big major um, in the last group, and they say there's no nerve like putting that tee in the ground for their first match of the Ryder Cup. Um, so I can't wait to look forward to that. Um, the four rookies on the USA team, um, Homa, Max Homa, number seven in the world, Brian Harmon, number nine, he just won the – uh, the Open, and Wyndham Clark, who won the the U.S. Open. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how these guys perform. I think Homa is going to be going to shine bright in the moment. He's been looking for this forever. Um, many podcasts he's talked about. This is the one goal that he wants to cross off. Um, Burns, Sam Burns, ranked 20th in the world. Um, I think he also will have no problem. I think he, he loves the spotlight. He's played well and before in the Dell match play. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how he lines up against these European guys. Uh, four rookies, Team Europe, Nikola Hajgad, R- Robert McIntyre, um, Ludwig Erdberg, 
and Sepp Straka. Uh, Sepp Straka, I think, very notable player to watch out for. Has had a very hot, hot last couple of years. He was a captain's pick, but he was very close to making the cut automatically. Um, I think another great guy to watch out for is the fiery, fiery Terrell Hatton. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch uh, him play. The The broadcast is going to be early this year, very, very early uh, for anybody wanting to watch, like I mentioned earlier. Broadcast here, Central Time Zone, starts at 12.30 in the morning on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Saturday or Sunday, uh, singles matches, the first match starts at 4.30, I believe, uh, Central Time. So it's going to be quite... Uh, Quite impressive to watch. I think it's must-watch TV, especially if you're a golfer. Uh, but if you're a golfer, you already knew this was coming probably. So this is just probably kind of a refresher of names and faces uh, on the Ryder Cup team this year. Um, lastly, um, as things uh, begin wrapped up, please uh, continue to, to shoot me emails, uh, whether I be live on show or not. That email again is winningformula64093 at gmail.com. If there's anybody out there listening that's involved with UCM Athletics that would like uh, to share something on this radio show, please text me, I mean, email me. Um, I would love for you guys to come out. Anything involved with athletics whatsoever. I've been having a great time doing this, getting to meet people uh, like Clay today, this afternoon. Great conversation with him. Uh, so and or any more ideas uh, anything to talk about as we get ready for next week uh, I'm sure next week we'll be hopefully reviewing over a win by our mules against the Bearcats on Saturday but I am uh, very excited for that and I appreciate so much you guys for 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 coming out today once again uh, next week same times Wednesdays from 1 to 2 and uh, yeah let's keep this thing rolling And I really appreciate you guys coming out uh, and supporting today. This is Cole Elling on the winning formula brought to you by UCM UCM Radio The Beat. Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat.